The train chugged to a stop. The young woman in a navy coat and a grey beanie gazed out of the grimy window at the deserted platform. Her wan reflection, jaundiced in the harsh fluorescent light, revealed a haunted face. She drummed her slender fingers nervously on the stained melamine table. No one got on. Only a few exhausted travellers stumbled off. As the train left the station, the woman allowed herself to exhale the breath she hadn't realised she'd been holding in. She'd planned her escape for years. It would have looked suspicious to her family if her bank accounts had suddenly emptied. To feed the carefully constructed illusion, she had left a small fortune in her current and savings accounts. Subtly, she had taken money out, putting it into an account she hadn't registered with her father. She wasn't considered worthy of watching closely, so no one noticed her money was slowly going down and down, or that her wage packet no longer went into the account they had on file. Her disappearance had been beautifully carried out. A car accident in Scotland, far away from home, a crash into a storm-swollen river. Dragging herself from the wreckage, she floated down the turbulent stream. For weeks afterwards, newspapers mourned the tragic loss of the beautiful daughter of one of Ireland's most influential families. As they grieved, she dyed her hair, hiding its ice blondness with an ordinary brown, put in coloured contacts and applied a deep, fake tan. She travelled across Scotland, leaving a thousand false trails without a hitch, and soon, soon, London and her new life would welcome her. Throughout the endeavour, she tried to blend in, tried not to draw attention to herself. So far she'd succeeded, but now, on the last leg of her escape, this final night of running, she was close to giving herself away. Every time the train stopped, she sat bolt upright and scanned the platform for signs that they were on her trail. The train slowed, jolting her out of her considerations. Panic stabbed at her as it shuddered to a halt. The next stop was supposed to be in an hour's time. The tannoy crackled into life, and a nasal voice floated, muffled above her. Apologies, ladies and gentlemen, for this delay. We're currently experiencing signalling problems. The train manager has been in contact with control. We'll hope to be on our way in the next half an hour. The passengers around her tutted or groaned in frustration. She wanted to scream. For them, a delay was an inconvenience, an irritant to be tolerated. For her, the consequences would be catastrophic. Trying to breathe normally and remain inconspicuous, she fought the terror rising inside her. The lights flickered, and then she heard it, the heavy tread and rasping, panting breath of the one sent to collect her, the hound. Instinctively, she yanked her brown travel blanket over her head. Though she knew feigning sleep would not save her, she could think of nothing else to do. The footsteps stopped beside her. She squeezed her eyes tightly shut. Tears of fear escaped her closed lids and ran down her face. Silently, she prayed he would move on. He sniffed the air above her, and she suppressed the shriek trying to force its way out of her gullet. He leant over her. Even with her eyes shut, she could feel the shadow his huge form cast. He sniffed at her blanket, and her heart 
thudded so quickly she thought it would burst. She felt the vibration of the growl before she heard it, and her stomach dropped. She had been found.